Hi, welcome to the Tipsy and Peachy podcast with me, your host, Leah. Welcome to episode 15 of the Tipsy and Peachy podcast. If you've listened this far, <laughs> good for you. It must take a lot of endurance to do that. So yeah, um, if you haven't read the title to this already, or if you're the type of person ju- that just like clicks on play and doesn't read the description, we're going to be uh, touching on ghosting. And like, I'm going to be talking about a personal experience that I had that I think I kind of have a bit more clarity to now that I understand like why I feel that way. Um, for a little bit of context, I tend to be overwhelmed with the social media space. I mean, when I was really young, like before I was a teenager, I just thought that it was something to go on to, like after school for a few hours and honestly just plant my little plants on Farmville and pet my little pets on Pet Society and you know, that was my day. I would be watching television or playing with, like, actual physical toys or maybe, like, I don't know, find something to be entertained with that wasn't on a screen because back then, like, um, I think my mom was a bit more strict, so we had to have, like, a separate time whenever we'd go on computers and all that funny kind of jazz. Like, it was very limited. I didn't really have, like, a really huge concept that my social life would be this online digital space where everybody else would be on like we never really expected I guess it for it to blow up this way honestly like I don't think anybody really saw it coming because back then it was just yeah it was just physical hobbies and it was growing up like playing outside in the dirt and in the grass and going out to find something more entertaining to do with our time and The only gadgets that I was exposed to are, like, any form of, like, electronic device where I could have, like, some sort of entertainment was a TV screen or the computer for, like, one or two hours a day or even more on the weekend. And there were Nintendo, (laughs) I don't know if you remember those, uh, like, Playboys? Game Boys? Game Boys. They were called Game Boys. And... The PSPs and the Nintendo DS and there was Wii. People had like Wii stuff and like Xboxes. I played on my uncle's Xbox once and I think it was a very spiritual experience to just shoot people on Call of Duty back then. It was like really fucking fun if I think about it. And like, you know, stuff like that. It was very limited. It was very targeted to just like playing games and, you know. And then I think it was, it came to the point where... Um, the iPhone 3 came out and the iPhone 4 came out shortly after and my brother had the iPhone 4, I had the iPhone 3 and it was a bit overwhelming that like, well, at that point, Facebook was already a thing, but I think it all changed when it was like a, it was an app on a phone and you could carry it everywhere and it wasn't, it it wasn't just like rooted in a computer at home, like, you know, it, it started becoming more, uh, I don't know, like, portable you know what I mean like it's not just something that you come back to when you get home it's something that you can bring to you on trips and people like started posting stuff online and um I think it's like also being discussed right now if you have the same kind of twitter feed that I do like those suggested tweets where 
people who used to use Facebook and Twitter whenever they would post what they felt. Back then, it was just very trivial. And it, like, they would just talk about their day like normal human beings do. And now it's just everything. Like, what you're a fan of, if you're going to talk about a social problem, or, like, if you're going to post about your personal life, like, people flexing. And you can honestly curate what you see on your timelines based on what you're really interested in. And it's just, it's all so crazy. Like, it's expanded into something so big in a matter of, I like, I don't know, the past, like, 10, 15 years. It's just changed massively. And, you know, like, I would expect that maybe when I was younger and this was starting to happen, it was cool to really participate in posting everywhere and, like, being relevant online. Like, I would think that I was capable of catching up when I was younger, but then, you know, it's all really just overwhelming, which is crazy because I think that for somebody my age, I should be really updated and I should, like, be easily adaptable to these kinds of things, but I get really overwhelmed. Um, there was a phase in my life where a lot of, like, personal things were being thrown out, especially in an online space, and it doesn't really make you feel good. Like, I used to do it to other people, other people used to do it to me, and it Hi, this is the ominous voice of me editing this episode, but what I mean to say, or like to give a little context on this part right here, um, back in the day, like people used to like talk their shit online, and what I mean by that is they used to call each other out, and they used to fight online, and I think that what I'm trying to say is that we kind of lost the grasp of like having a real conversation, a real mature conversation with people in real life. And it was just very messy. <laughs> so there, um, I was listening to this and I was very confused about what I was trying to say. It was just really, it was a really toxic kind of like, I wouldn't say representation, but like it was a very toxic use of the app and like what it was supposed to be for and um it's not to say that you know we shouldn't be discussing really serious matters online there's a difference between airing out dirty laundry and talking shit about people online publicly and like you know you make other people feel bad because they also think it's about them you know you have to understand how crazy the branching of a personal space is especially online where people assume that because it is also their personal digital space like they think everything negative might be also targeted to them because the human mind is not made to be as strong as we think it is. It's honestly very sensitive, but, you know, that's a different thing from saying that, you know, where up until where should we have political and social commentary and, like, discussions on situations. Like, honestly, I think it's it's one of the benefits of the online space where we can put forward, like, agendas that we think that we should like talk about online because there's nowhere else where we can talk to such a massive amount of people and we can like forward ideas publicly but I think that in recent events from my country that thing that's supposed to be an advantage has been weaponized into something so crazy that like even politicians are skewing and like manipulating a place where there should be like good real social dissemination of information and having like really meaningful discussions has turned into a space where trolls have ruled the online space and like have changed and shaped a different kind of history for people who are vulnerable to that 
that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but what I am trying to say is that when I got to the point when I was younger and like it became a platform where people could just really bring out a lot of shit that probably back then we wouldn't even think of posting online. Like that really fucked up how I saw social media because when it got like that personal, because there's a difference between like posting your vacation pictures or posting a profile picture and like talking about how you feel. There's a difference between that and like shitting on other people online and I again I have to admit to doing that when I was younger and looking back at it now I mean I I guess I will hold myself accountable for that shit honestly but at the same time I was too young to understand like how terrible the impact was when I used to do that online like that was really fucked up like I think I damaged a lot of people's mental health by doing that and yeah like again I thought that back then because I was younger and I was Like, I had a better understanding of how this and that would work compared to older people who had a hard time catching up with social media. I thought that I I was, like, the shit, and I thought that I was the king of my social space, you know? Like, um, my social online space, but it's not really like that, I think. Um, It's just gotten to a point where it's absolutely crazy and insane, and (laughs) I'm gonna dive into, like, how it's caught up to me for the past week or so after a short break. taking up a class right now about I don't honestly I have no fucking clue what it's called I think it's like a science technology and like social whatever class so like how we link social development to technology and I had this reporting thing where I had to (laughs) I'm so sorry if any of my group mates or any of my college classmates or friends listen to this shit but like um we were we were meant to do a really quick report it was just um something that we would have to come up with overnight and because i am like such a shitty replier (laughs) i don't really i it's either i respond to you really quickly or i don't check messages for like two or three hours because i have to sleep and i have to do stuff but um in a very unfortunate turn of events what happened was i was assigned to be the reporter to this group and we were talking about how you know, like, how we see the dependency on technology was and shit like that. And um, I came up with my reporting commentary probably 15 minutes before the class started and a lot of ideas surged into my brain. And I think the essence of what I just wanted to connect this whole podcast episode was just the dependency on technology and how crazy it's really getting for us and how we... I think I kind of also reflected, like, last minute how it really, like, changed a lot of things. It's no longer something that's not there the moment that you turn off your phone. It's something that you think about, and it's something that you look for, and it's something that even your 
um, how do you say this? Your the muscle memory of your hands remember whenever you turn off your phone or if you wake up, it's the first thing that you check. And we spend hours. I don't know if you check the uh, time generalization or time usage on your phones, but we spend hours on apps, and we like it's very unnecessary to what it's supposed to really be like i mean normally again like when i was younger it was such like a limit it was such a limited time but when it turned into something that you can bring everywhere and like you know you feel it's not that it, these are bad things but i think it's really crazy to me that i mean even i do this but the smallest thing that the smallest things that we do it's just we are able to post these things online there's so many avenues for you to do that it's no longer just like a facebook profile picture change it's a in it's an instagram story it's a snapchat it's a tiktok it's a tweet it's a blog post it's a reddit subreddit you know it's just it's crazy how it amassed into something like this and the other day or i think it was yesterday <laughs> um i just really felt overwhelmed with everything like i think that really sunk and to me, it went to it came to a point where I I couldn't be on my phone for more than 20, 30, 20, 30 minutes straight because I physically felt nauseous, like trying to keep myself entertained, switching through applications. Like it really made me feel uncomfortable for some reason to you know do the usual rounds that I do, like switch from app to app and like find something interesting. It everything just felt really uninteresting and everything just felt weird like why why is this something normal that I do and why is this part of my routine and why don't I kind of feel human uh doing this you know like it just a lot of things like that and it, it wasn't really for a particular reason because honestly when I was younger I, I used to really deactivate accounts whenever I felt uncomfortable with the situation or whenever like something was going on with me personally and I couldn't handle like seeing and being overwhelmed with a lot of personal stuff I see online and just you know the social space that we have in general on our phones and on our iPads and wherever else and whatever <laughs> where you find yourself doing things you know um back then I was just I would just deactivate for personal reasons like stuff like that but um this time I felt that and I just thought that maybe I just need to trim it down like when I force myself to deactivate and stuff you know the more that you look for it and the more you're not acclimated to really trying to adjust into doing things outside your phone or outside your laptop so yeah just I guess it's just so crazy how we got to this point and you know um I think that when you're uh it ties into what I was trying to say a while ago like just because you're part of this age group and just because like everyone's on some app and everyone's on it 24 7 and there's a fear of missing out with news or fear of missing out with stuff like that but I think that a, a lot of people just like also go through it mentally when it comes to social media spaces like it's really insane so if you feel like you have to log out or if you feel like you're kind of losing it just trying to circle around and trying to find the next tiktok that's gonna tickle your fancy like if nothing's funny to you if nothing's entertaining and everything just feels like you're repetitively you know trying to catch up online it's don't uh 
like don't force yourself to to do what what your hands are used to or what your brain is used to and what you're used to if you have to take a break don't feel guilty uh, if you have to you have to um it's something that i don't think we really touch on when it comes to mental health but the impact of a digital social space and I'm, i keep on repeating that term but like i think that it's really really effed up a lot of minds to think that you know you have to keep up or else you feel like you're missing out or you just have to it's just something that's an out outer body necessity is at this point like honestly it kind of feels like it's a body part for you to check your phone and that's not a good sign um and it, it was also made apparent and very much amplified when we uh got through covid like everything literally had to be remote and had to be done in our homes and you had to be on google meetings and you had to like constantly refresh emails and have like notifications on and always constantly message people to get updates and i think that it was one of the more like crazy points <laughs> like the amount of what we were already used to with it being popular and stuff it just got amplified because yeah we just had to conduct everything online or else we felt like we were absolutely isolated and you know what thank god also i mean on a good front it kept us from feeling like we were out of touch with the rest of the world but when it got to the point where you know it, it, i guess the de the dependency if it was like 50 percent back then it went to 100 and you know you can separate the official like me honestly back then my phone was just oh if i could take pictures of notes that's something completely different and if i had to go on facebook that was something completely different but now it's like you know you have group chats for everything and you can reach people through messenger because school is still remote for a good percentage of schools but i heard that a lot are going back <laughs> to normal classes um next semester which is great but you know what i mean like there was absolutely no delineation with your personal messages and it was just everything was scattered and it just kind of changed the way that the <laughs> platforms were viewed as and yeah like it's i just to wrap up on this like it's just it's crazy how it's gone and i think we really have to think about how much we should limit our time online like i physically feel sick thinking about it <laughs> and being on apps for like the amount of time that i am and yeah if you need to take a break take a break but uh since we're going on to the next topic anyway we're going to do a short introduction before we move on to a short break but speaking of people who take breaks from a digital space in a way or in a sense we're going to talk about ghosting and why people log off from that and what it feels like to be on two different sides of that kind of situation so yeah <laughs>
Um, so I opened a submission box <laughs> that I haven't reopened yet, but one of the first questions that came up was if I had any experience being ghosted or if I, yeah, if I had any experience on being ghosted or ghosting you. <laughs> and I do, I do have both of those experiences and I'm gonna tell you about those funny stories. Um, all right, so, um... Okay, we're going to go into the first one where I got ghosted in this situation. So I know this person in real life. And I don't know. I think it was kind of like both of us really <laughs> ghosting each other. But uh, yeah, I I guess I was always talking to this person. I kind of developed a relationship online. And it was mostly dependent on online communication. And one day it was just gone. And I was just surprised to see his life go on. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's just the, the quick version. I don't want to get into details because I think people who listen to the podcast might know who it is if I get into any specifics. But on the side of somebody who is, like, who was ghosted, in a sense, um, it does feel quite weird because, uh, you know, when you develop, like, a relationship and it's not so, so, like, it's not very, very intimate, but you develop a closeness or a routine, especially when it's conducted online, it's something that you look for at first, and you know, it's something that you kind of gr grow out of getting used to anyway. It's mostly online, but I think that the flaw in it is not offering up an explanation, especially when the relationship is quite, like, in a way, if it's quite structured and in their sense into, like, how you communicate. Like, you tend to look for reasons and you tend to look for explanations behind why you know, you're not having a conversation or why you're not talking anymore. And it's on the side of, like, being ghosted. I think that's that's just the thing. Like, you kind of tend to reflect, like, how easy it is for people to cut you off, especially in this day and age. But then it's something that I kind of learned <laughs> has, like, certain convenience or a certain barrier when I ghosted someone. Not just someone. I think I kind of did it to, like, a handful of people <laughs> but really okay this is just, this is just a quick story um i was freshly 18 i was very excited to be on dating apps as you are like if it's a legal thing already like it's exciting at first but then then you realize you have the rest of your legal life to really experience it so it kind of loses its charm after a while but uh yeah i was freshly 18 i was on dating apps and then i matched Okay, back then I don't like I don't know why the feature is gone. Like I re-downloaded it and the feature just poofed away. But back then there was like a distance setting, so I absolutely set it at the most maximum distance that I possibly could because it would like lead to me not being accountable with meeting up with these like these people and I turned eighteen in the pandemic, so obviously like there was no grounds whatsoever for me to see these people in real life. It was just, like, something for fun to try because I'm 18. Like, of course I'm going to try that shit. I'm crazy. So I did. I uh, matched with this guy who went to the same school as I did. Not necessarily, like, same exact campus in, like, school school. But, like, same umbrella school. He went to completely different campus as I went to. 
but you know it's something that connects you connects you or whatever and it was like a point of interest and somehow like some fucking assholes like or i guess most fucking assholes online which was something that i didn't see through at first because he was really kind and we tried to relate to each other you know like also i think a main factor was because we went to the same school like you think that this person might be decent because you have like a form of <laughs> judging their character in a way yeah anyway oh you're you went to so-and-so and like did you have these experiences and obviously like you carry the same kind of experiences because the curriculum is the same and you know you feel like you know each other because of a shared background in a way and he was really nice and you, you whatever whatever and then like uh, when he felt comfortable enough I guess a switch flipped somewhere and like it became really like oddly sexual and mind you I freshly turned 18 just because I freshly turned 18 and he he knew this because obviously like if the birthday is on there and shit like this person knew this and this person felt like it was okay to turn a conversation like weirdly sexual you know because this person was older than me and you know I, I make jokes about how I like older men and in a way I do but like if it comes to a point where like you're an older guy and like obviously you should have more responsibility if you think you know much about the world like it kind of felt like I was pressured into having that kind of conversation and long story short I saw this person's penis he was sending me shit like that and it made me really uncomfortable like it made me feel like I was 13 again like a guy an older guy like forcing me to see that shit and like forcing me to get in the same mood as he was and like no fucking way um blocked ghosted he even tried reaching out using other accounts blocked ghosted um one of my older friends shout out by the way to her she's such a fucking sweetheart when an angel and i'm so happy she's doing well right now so i don't know if she listens to this podcast but if you do you know who you are i love you she like gave him shit for for like knowing that he was older and like doing that kind of like messed up mind mind game type of thing like you know when people gaslight you online and you're not quite sure like you think that they're right just because they're older and like you know they try to reason out and stuff like that and it just it was just fucking crazy at the time i couldn't i was kind of you know 18 sounds old but you're still young at 18 like you don't know shit yet and it was just it was just like really mentally taxing and it was just disgusting like First of all, this guy wasn't even cute. The only reason why I even swiped on him on the first place was because he went to the same school, you know? And I thought it would be, like, funny to to connect that way. Like, wow, I have a friend from this campus, so-and-so, and whatever. Whatever else that is. So, yeah. And, he, yeah, just those kinds of factors. And it just, the way that it was felt really coerced. And I think that it happens a lot online. Like, young girls go on there and obviously, like, there's, there's stuff like parental supervision. But, like, when you're 18, like, people think that you're oddly responsible for everything. But you have to understand, like, people who turn 18 or people who are as young as I am, um, life, like, it's everyone's first time to go through life. So you don't know shit. Like, you go through this life and absolutely you don't know shit like you may be 35 or you may have your child and whatever but it's the first time that you're having children and shit like that you're going through those kinds of experiences so obviously nobody knows shit and the people who take advantage of that like who are on a different like pedestal on a different like level in their life you know if you take advantage of 
person in that sense and it happens a lot online where you feel coerced to go through that fucking shit you know what I mean like people on what's that fucking site Omegle like you know people who ask for you to fucking flash your tit online that's fucking disgusting and people who feel the need to manipulate you in that way that's reasonable ghosting like those are people who don't deserve a fucking explanation take a fucking hike if you don't understand like why people block you after you did like such a fucking horrendous thing okay that's my fucking comment on that part (laughs) on that story at least if it's absolutely fucking horrendous god you have the absolute right to go ghost this person and if you feel like, I guess, it was, if it wasn't done in, like, absolute bad faith, then I guess try to educate them first and fucking block their ass. But, like, you know, in those instances where it's, like, an emergency case, don't feel bad for doing that. And it's absolutely justifiable. But, <laughs> well, after a short break, I'm going to be talking about another story where, honestly, I was the asshole in this, in this situation. But, yeah. <laughs> There was this guy, and I knew him from a friend that I have. They're friends. I've never met this person ever. Like, I know that they're friends, and that was the first reason why I swiped on this guy. (laughs) Again, I was on a dating app. This was a completely different occasion. I think I re-downloaded the app, like, after a year. Like, I had... I was pretty, like, clear-minded, and I kind of knew what to look out for and stuff like that. Like, I was more cautious about it this time, and honestly, I was just looking for a conversation. I wasn't necessarily, like, looking for anyone to date, you know, just for fun. Like, it was something that I just wanted to do because I had nothing better to do with my time. So that happened, and yeah, I sparked this conversation with this guy, really nice, um... Just, it was felt better, like, it felt better that I had my guard up and everything. It was just cool. And he was genuinely nice. Like, there are people who are, I guess, nice online, on an online front. But I just, I didn't feel it. Um, I think it was, like, genu- genuinely, like, okay. Like, I felt like we could have been friends if, if the opportunity sprung. And, like, I didn't do what I did. But I kind of, like, s- slowly weaned off of it. Uh, like, having to talk to this person. And honestly, like, it also was because it was a bit exhausting to always be on a social space and always, like, you know. I, again, if you haven't listened to this podcast in, in like, all of the episodes, I think I talked about this in one of the episodes where I tell you why I don't, like, why I think relationships are not for me. Like, I'm not the type of person who's gonna talk to you when I wake up and, like, throughout the day that that shit is exhausting I don't even talk to my family that much like you know that kind of boundary but (laughs) I kind of feel feel sorry for this guy because I'm kind of looking back on it and he was really nice like nothing nothing funny nothing fishy like 
genuinely nice like genuinely nice conversation great whatever and yeah I just weaned off of it just because I didn't want to explain myself and I don't want to tell this guy that I don't want to break anyone's feelings like I'm sorry I'm so tired of talking to you or I'm just sorry it's not in my groove to talk to you and in a way um you know you don't really and this is kind of toxic to say I guess if the context is not taken correctly or if it's not like this isn't something that's applicable to everything but I don't think you like we don't generally owe people shit you know like uh, your time is yours to spend and yours to de- decide on and whatever but I think the thing is like you have to really like figure things out for yourself first like if you're not into spending so much so like energy on maintaining something or being updated on this person and ev- since everything is conducted online basically like I talked about earlier anyway um you know try to be comfortable with your social space and if you find a person who respects the boundaries of that that you set um that's when you like should work around it to give a little bit of context again i think that it's not fair to use like a person for trial and error so don't try to work around what you're comfortable with on a person because otherwise, you know, you're, you're still figuring things out and it's not fair for you or the other person. So, And for, for one, I guess I will try to justify what I did by saying that I was tired and it was just something that like, I guess generally like I didn't owe anyone my time and I didn't really have to like owe anyone an explanation. But I guess to really be accountable and really be like aware of what I did and why I think it was wrong it's like you know it was a completely innocent conversation and I do recognize that this person was nice and like he genuinely was like okay I guess like when you ghost someone it's like you really cut off anything like you leave the person wanting an explanation and when okay these ghosting stories happened before I was ghosted by this like the first person that I I talked about and I guess like after being ghosted I guess I kind of like understood how it stung just being left in the air and like trying to figure out what went wrong and like always constantly like craving an explanation and craving some sort of like clarity like did I do something wrong am I not like typecasted into what this person wants did I say something offensive like did anything come up for me to serve like no explanation at all but like I guess in a way um, we eliminate people who, like, we think are not really interested of our time anyway when we ghost them, in some sense. Like, if you feel like this person is a lame re- replier like I am, I guess there's, like, a tendency for people to ghost me anyway because I can't reply well or I don't respect some boundaries of time because I honestly am awake and perpetually awake. Like, there's no set time to when I'm asleep. Like, you know, things like that. Um... You have a right. I guess what I'm trying to say, just to wrap this up, or wrap this episode up completely, is that ghosting can have... There, there, I mean, there's, like, can have a justifiable version. <laughs> and a version where it's kind of wrong, and you're kind of the asshole for, like, cutting people off. But, um... I think that's how relationships have evolved because of how dependent we are around them. Like, it's so easy to leave a person hanging and it's so easy to just cut something off and just be completely alien from something because of how 
online relationships work, like, it's honestly so easy to click a block button or a mute button or turn off notifications and just virtually not be there or not be responsive. And, you know, people have the choice to be like that. You have the choice to respond really quickly. And I think to some, like, personal degree, like, I guess, first of all, like, it would be, you would be a respectable friend if you kept yourself, like, your inbox open, especially for personal kind of messages. But also, like, business messages, I think that it's also affected, like, how fast we respond to correspondences online when we work with group mates or when we work on projects or when we're being contacted by, like, professors or whatever else it is. But, um, but also, it's a social space, so we have to kind of respect that sometimes people's personalities seep into how important they think having an online presence is. And honestly, like, I have friends who are absolute introverts in real life and it's absolutely like reasonable that I don't hear from them online because that's not how they project themselves anyway in real life so there's like no use in creating a fake persona but also there are people who will create fake personas online and you think that they're absolutely like available but when really they're not and I think that's how I <laughs> present myself and you know it's like there are people who, who like constantly post and stuff and good for them like if that's how they are online it's just Again, like, the outer body complex of, like, owning a phone and, like, being alive in an, in an online space, it's so, so crazy. It's, again, it's, like, really changed how we are and it's okay. It's absolutely respectable if you set those kinds of boundaries. And I guess also on the side, to kind of justify people who ghost, like, you can't really demand much of a person online, like... If that's your, if there's this general perception that like people should be as active as you are just because everybody else is, and honestly, that's that shouldn't be the case. Again, if you have to log off, do so. It's your time. It's honestly how you participate in a conversation, unless unless it's like disrespectful and if it's official matters, then obviously you have to respond because that's the only way that people can reach you. But like in a in a social sense, like ghosting has been such a meme, especially where I'm from, and like people get so much shit for ghosting but you have to understand like what's the context behind it if it's like really fucking disgusting if somebody's just trying to cut off like an incident that's so fucking disturbing and something that they're not comfortable with keeping up with then let them ghost people let them cut people off like up to them good for them but if it's like if you know if they allow you to peek into their personal life and like they allow you to message them and they keep you entertained and they answer to you like either way uh, we we want people to respect our boundaries but we also have to learn how to respect other people's boundaries and I think the moral is first don't be an asshole online again like I always say this in any fucking topic I talk about in this podcast just don't be a fucking asshole don't be a dick wad fucking horny ass horn dog asshole yeah <laughs> don't be those fucking things but also um you know try to again respect people's boundaries try to imagine like if you were in that situation like everybody doesn't respond the same and like maybe what makes you comfortable might not be the same for other people when you are online and <laughs> yeah um i just think though uh maybe 
don't just just because like you think that you don't know people shit don't go willy-nilly on the ghosting thing try to be sensitive as well like if you think this person kind of needs like closure you know it's not it's not gonna take away like 10 years off of your lifespan to write something for five minutes or like take a call and just try to explain yourself you know it kind of also breaks persons because of how normal it is to like form and have conversations online it kind of breaks a person's spirit when you just leave and go without like an explanation maybe if they deserve it i guess but if you think that they can learn shit on their own i guess you can take the path of just not minding at all but try to take it on both sides whatever like side you're on if you're ghosted if you you're ghosting try to be responsible with that and try to know what you can like try to understand the limitations of what you demand and what is being demanded from you i think it's yeah every situation is different but the way that you work around it try to be human and try to understand it outside of just like blocking a person or just ending a conversation it's very easy like everything is at the click of your hands but social impacts of that have changed you have to understand that it's not as easy as blocking a person it might be deeper than that so again i'm gonna end this episode by saying don't be a fucking asshole (laughs) and yeah take it easy um no alcohol during this episode it's a fucking weekday i'll try i will try my best though to record an episode with alcohol i think it'll be very interesting and i promise this time i'm going to be posting up the uh, submission form again so if you listen to this go on my instagram page that's gonna be on the description i guess of this episode i'm just gonna link everything up but if you don't know it's at j-u-l-l-i-a m-o-i-r-a that's julia moira or julia moira if you read it really quickly (laughs) and i'm gonna be posting that up on my story it might be on my highlights i don't know um yeah just try to i don't know it was i've just meant to talk about the ghosting topic for five minutes but i think it served its own screen time for an episode so thank you to whoever said that and take it easy thank you for listening to this podcast See you next time. Bye.